Welcome to Watch the Universe! Today's episode... Dragon Ball Z! Resurrection F! What? Frieza? Oh, that's impossible! Right. Right. I'm on it. Okay. I'm headed out right now. I'll find Master Roshi and get him up to speed. Don't worry. Okay. I'll see you soon. Frieza, he's... He's come back to life. Resurrection F. The one we liked. Yes, I just uh, finished watching that, coming off that. It's such a refreshing thing compared to uh, Battle of the Gods, was it was, the first one. Mm-hmm. This is the second one. And oh, uh, this one was great. Like, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z, this is this felt more like Z. Yep. It just, you know, it had Frieza. Yeah, it was great. Like, uh, it had way more action. People got spots. They, there was more reverence to characters behaving like who they were. Yeah, it was nothing but action. Yeah, it's great. I mean, like, you have to... You kind of have to just take that Frieza is just super strong now because, you know, there was two main villains after in Z and, you know, with the introduction of Beerus. Yeah. At this point, Frieza should be so weak that it'd be impossible for him to catch up to everybody's strength. Right. If you're being a stickler to the power levels in the show. Yeah. But they have a good enough, a dumb, good Dragon Ball Z excuse of why. Just the fact that they address it and give it a reason is like, you know, is already more than what they do with some of the logics that you have to leap. Yeah. Where it's like, wait, what? And but the, this one, like, yeah, they give you an explanation. And the logic was that he never tried. Right. I've never trained a day in my life. There was never a need. Imagine what could happen if I unlock my latent potential. Hold on. You mean you could get stronger? Stronger than your final form? Of course, my minion. Now shut your gaping mouth so I can concentrate. Which I think it is the biggest power jump in Dragon Ball Z history. Okay. It's Frieza jumping from someone who's not stronger than the weakest version of a Super Saiyan to he's battling the gods. Right. And he's like, at least in the, in the beginning, he's slightly stronger. I take that back. A Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Right, because that's the blue one. That's the blue one that gets introduced in this movie. So they never actually say it's Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. Not in the movie. Uh, I guess I guess I didn't notice that. Okay. But in the show... It is cold that. I don't know. Do you sure they didn't say it in the movie? They never. I just mean, like Goku, Goku did say, like, if you don't want to hear long explanations, this is whatever. So what is this? Super Saiyan with blue hair dye? <laughs> it's a little more complicated than that. You don't have the patience for the full story. So let's say I got a taste of something called Super Saiyan God, and now I've learned to tap into that power on my own. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought there would be a little bit of when he, he would fight as Super Saiyan God, like in Red. Well, that's the only weird part. I like the movie a lot, but Red is no longer a thing anymore. Why? That was a big. Um, that was supposed to be the thing that put him at level of a god. It was. I mean, booking wise, how it, much it stronger is, really is Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan than Super Saiyan God? I have no idea. I hate all of this. Um, but yeah, this the the way they handle levels, the fact that he turns blue off screen is the only thing I don't like about this movie. But I don't know. I guess without skipping ahead to the Goku vs Frieza fight, I feel like they use all the characters in this movie like. They acted like who they are. Piccolo arrives with Gohan. The, in the first movie, Battle of Gods, everyone's just hanging out at a party. Yeah. But here, everything's, again, going back to, like, the show. Piccolo hangs out with Gohan. That makes sense. Then I think Tien shows up. Krillin. The weird part, though, is Tien goes out of his way to go, Yamcha and Chaozu aren't coming because they're not strong enough to hang with us. That's fucked up. Literally, Master Oshi comes next. Yeah. And if you're following Dragon Ball Z, Master Oshi's a bitch from the beginning. Yeah. He's nowhere near. He's peaked at Dragon Ball. Halfway through Dragon Ball, he's peaked. 
in the beginning of Z, he's not even there to fight the Cybermen. Yeah. But he's brave enough to fight some of the strongest people in the universe and freezes henchmen. <laughs> yeah. it, whatever, you know, it is what it is. But and Yamcha's whatever. not strong enough. But Yamcha's not strong enough, who's way stronger than Master Roshi at this point. But whatever, I guess, fuck it, right? Yeah. Still a little stupid. But all the Frieza men are cool. That, like, that's some cool nostalgia. And it's just a shitload of henchmen versus our heroes, which I think are only five at this point. Yeah. And they all get their spots. And like a, a skinny tracksuit gym teacher looking uh, Gohan. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the look. Uh, eh. I'm just glad that Gohan fought. Yeah. And um, turned Super Saiyan, I guess. He, he did turn Super Saiyan. And they and did he, they did bring up, Frieza brings up that he's very soft. And he that's why. He could have taken out the th- a thousand by himself. Yes. But, uh he was just trying to do it non-lethally. Yes, and here's, here's where I'm going to be a stickler. Is Piccolo is way weaker than he should be. I wish Piccolo was much stronger. Yeah, uh, definitely. Him and Gohan should have just cleared out everybody. Yeah. Or, or maybe like let Gohan and Piccolo fight the actual henchmen who are yeah. compared to yeah. Dodoria and Zarbon, and then let Krillin, Tien, also, and Also, I don't know who the hell this guy is, the but space I, cop But dude. we liked him. Yeah, he came in, he was Because he, he wasn't stronger than anybody. He was no. just a very Wily. Jack Sparrow-y yeah. guy. <laughs> I don't know you, but you got some moves. The feeling's mutual. Who are you? I'm just an earthling that knows how to fight. Really? I thought you were too strong and too funny looking to be from here. He was charming. He only did it once. That little like weird pose. Yeah, but he was just dodging and distracting for everybody. Shooting them. And he was acting scared. Like he was actually acting like how he should act. Yeah. And Gohan, like, loses with one punch for the base form uh, Frieza. Yeah. He loses very punch quickly. Him, needs a Senzu bean. Frieza goes back to his pod. But in the beginning of the movie, Go- Goku and Vegeta were being trained by Whis. Mm-hmm. And uh, really trick, like really quick, Whis says, oh, you know, like, Goku, your thing is you're, uh, you're too relaxed and Vegeta's too uptight. That's, yes. That's their thing. That's their main weaknesses. Their weaknesses that they acknowledge now. The other thing is, like, Vegeta, he's just training with the gods. There's no explanation why he's up there with Goku in the movies. Yeah. In the show, they do kind of explain that uh, after Goku fights Beerus, he, like, continues to be a farmer. And then someone tells him that Vegeta's been training with the gods for six months. And Goku's like, wait, that was a choice? And he just fucking leaves <laughs> into the heavens <laughs> yeah, yeah. to go train with him. And that's where you just have to accept that even though Goku had to go through all these rituals and weird shit to turn into a god, you have to assume off screen Vegeta just turned into those things without any of that. Which we never really get a clear cut. Like in the previous movie, they gave like at least some explanation of how he became a god. Goku? Yeah. And then like Mm -hmm. whatever, I guess like the... the, Well, it seemed like you can only become a god through the ritual and then absorbing that energy... So that the power was your own. Yeah, they clearly didn't do a, a ritual to make uh, Vegeta a Super Saiyan God. So how did he... Yeah, it's just never explained how. And in this movie, they never even say that he's even at that level. Because yeah. later he just turns blue. Which right. is cool, but like, how... What was the journey to that? Yeah. Dumb, but whatever. Regardless... It was a cool little like reveal that he was strong. And I, I, I do want to bring up how... I understand that there's a lot of dumb shit in Dragon Ball Super... Sure. Even in Resurrection F, which we like better than Battle of Gods, because yeah. they played it more serious. Like Dragon Ball Z was like felt like there was dread in the air and people yeah. could die. This one felt more of like a a celebration. You know what I mean? Of like fandom. Like like if you were a fan of the originals, they're treating you again by seeing these people, including Vegeta. Yes. I mean, and, and Frieza, 
like like you know back at back at it being who they are and like yeah non-stop action it's like what you would expect from a dragon ball z fan like uh, yeah. like why wasn't this and, and i love dragon ball z but dragon ball z was also a dumb show but the coolness sure. completely outweighed the dumbness yeah and that's the balance of dragon ball z yeah and this movie had that yeah but it even had some light stuff too with like beerus like you know being silly and funny and they had some funny moments with you know just stuff in it and I don't know. Like this one was way better paced. I thought. I wish Beerus and Whis weren't in this movie, though. Yeah. The joke behind them is no matter how powerful Frieza and Goku have become, they are still way above them. So they just casually walk in this like doomsday fight yeah. that's for the Earth, and Frieza even freaks out looking at Beerus like, yeah. "Oh shit!" But at least he acknowledges Beerus and is like, "Are you planning to jump in this?" And Beerus is like, "I don't give a shit. You continue fighting Goku. It's not my concern." Yeah. And that puts Frieza at ease. But I don't know. It kind of diffuses the whole point of the fight. Yeah, it's like, why are they even there then? Yeah, you're taking away, like, you're, you're reminding me that they're not even the strongest. <laughs> yeah. And these two are at their strongest fighting each other. Yeah. Also, wouldn't it make more sense if, like, if the only reason he's keeping Earth alive is because he wants, like, uh, confectionaries and foods and stuff? Mm. Wouldn't he, like, prevent the, the destruction so he can have more food and stuff? You would think he would care more. But, yeah, but that, that's the problem with those two characters. Like, they're fine as characters, but knowing that they're always in the background hurts super in general. Yeah. But the great, like, you know, it's great fight scenes, like, um, like not just the spots that everyone gets with the, th with the thousand, like, men and, like, you know, when Frieza, Goku fought, like, with just base Goku and um, uh, final form Frieza going at it, that mm -hmm. was cool. And Goku just not really, like, troubled by it, you know, base Goku, not Super Saiyan, just easily beating him and then finding out they both have other forms. Yes. Well, you know what? I'm going to take a step back. Okay. Well, when, when he was base form fighting uh, final form Frieza. I, I liked it because it kind of felt like the original Goku versus Frieza fight where yeah. Frieza wasn't trying his best against Goku. Yeah. And here it was the same. Goku was not trying his best. Yeah. And uh, it was Frieza almost being the one that's like trying to see if he can match Goku. Yeah. Which I guess he kind of does because blue and gold is pretty fucking similar. Again, a giant <laughs> yeah. power jump for Frieza when yeah. he goes from final which form to gold. Which is even more gold. because like Frieza could, couldn't even land a hit. Uh, a final form Frieza against uh, base Goku, uh, he couldn't land a hit on base Goku. Yes. But when like they transformed to Golden Frieza versus Blue Goku, um, Golden Frieza was the one who was who was leading that fight. His power, it's amazing. What? Frieza has a new form. <laughs> I know Gold's a bit gauche, but I wanted to ensure you grasp my new position atop the pecking order. He, like Goku, uh, Blue Goku was landing hits, but like not nearly as much as Frieza. Uh, and you can tell because of the choreography, you can see that like you know you can just count those hits. Like mm. Frieza was landing more hits and blocking more hits as Golden Frieza. Yeah. So he was even stronger. Like it, it was like yeah, it, it was like even a further leap. But then he gassed. That was his weakness. Which is a weird thing, but okay. Yeah, like the the movie is super simple. Yeah. But. So is Dragon Ball Z. But also the fact that it's a movie and, like, you don't have to make too much of, like, leaps mm -hmm. to to accept things. They, they they quickly explain why things are the way they are. And it's just, it was, it, it seemed more fun to me, just the fact that, like, they're fighting. Yeah. Like, to, to, to be, like, I, I, I like, for the people gay who thought the, the first movie was better, which, first of all, they're wrong. <laughs> well, that's the weird part, is yeah. that there are plenty of fans who felt this movie was the more boring and like cookie cutter Dragon Ball Z movie versus the more entertaining, funner first Battle of the Gods movie. But uh, what was fun and entertaining about the first one? That's the thing. Like, that's not the way I like Dragon Ball Z. I, I like the formulaic spots. 
Like in this movie, yeah. Krillin lands a fucking Kianson, the Destructo disc. Yeah. Uh, Tien lands his fucking tri beam. Master Roshi does a Kamamiha. I don't know if Piccolo lands a special, special beam, beam cannon, but yeah. he has a spot where he no, does. No, he, he does. He does use a special beam cannon on that bull guy. Okay. Yeah. And also when he fights, he fights not like a generic Dragon Ball Z fighter. He fights like Piccolo. He had his arms yeah. crossed. He was like kicking people with his legs at one point, being cocky. Right. right. And yeah, and then Gohan. Gohan turns Super has, also, he's holding back Gohan. Yeah, like like you were saying before, Be- behaving the way Gohan. Gohan would. Is. Everyone's behaving yeah. the way they are. Yes. That son of Goku could wipe out a thousand man army in an instant if he was so inclined. Watch him closely, and you'll see his attacks are deliberately non-lethal. The boy has a soft heart, like his father. Despite all my heinous provocations on Namek, Goku still couldn't will himself to destroy me. He's a noble man of great moral clarity. So pure, it makes me want to vomit. Even like Roshi too, if you have like some, if you have, if you had problems with Roshi being the one there, he was the one who was struggling in the beginning. So yeah. like, it was great. Mm-hmm. But he still had his cool spot of Kamehameha to the ground and another Kamehameha, one-handed Kamehameha. Yeah. It's cool. Cool. He got Very his cool, cool spots. The yeah. spots are in. Tien's great. He had like the cool thing like where he took him on in the cave. Yep. It's awesome. Krillin had a weird Star Wars spot going through the forest. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was, it was fun. This is, this is fun. Like, like if they're fighting... It's it, it's just fun. It was just simple plot, simple fun. They, they keep the Goku Vegeta friendship where when they're fighting Frieza, they are taking turns. Pride, yeah, and great. Then, and then you find out that uh, that Vegeta can turn Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue. Uh, which yeah, it's out of nowhere. But again, as long as the coolness outweighs the dumbness, because again, how does he become that? Doesn't matter. It's just yeah. he's blue, and he gets to finally get his revenge on Frieza. Which to me, if people want to argue the Battle of the Gods is a better movie. This movie gave me the what ifs that I wanted. If Vegeta was to turn blue, I want him to fuck up Frieza. Yeah. That's one thing I never got in Dragon Ball Z was the revenge on Frieza. Yeah. And you get to see it here. But I've already made my decision. I'm going to pulverize you until there's nothing left. You dare say that to me? Use your head. Do you actually think I would stay loyal to you after you blew up the planet I was destined to rule? And almost wins and then Frieza destroys the planet. Before Frieza, can, well, first off, before that even happens, mm-hmm. Goku gets shot by a by a laser, like a a gun, a laser gun. So the thing is, we loved a lot about this movie, but there are a lot of dumb things that I guess we could talk about. Yeah, Goku gets lasered in the chest. Yeah, while being blue because he wasn't paying attention, which I guess that's a thing. I guess a well, laser they did, gun. They did like we did allude to it in the beginning that he is lax, and he complained that it was a sucker punch. But my argument would be like. Why would that thing still pierce him? He's his blue is on. Like if he was base form, possibly I could accept that. But he's not. Yeah. Fucking just took a laser to the chest and he and, and, it, he and, it, and it beat him. Yeah. yeah if he didn't beat. have the sensu bean, which sensu beans aren't supposed to clear external wounds, so hmm. that's weird. You know, it's supposed to just give you your power back. How, how about also when Frieza does when Vegeta kicks the shit out of Frieza? He turns back into final form Frieza, just the white Frieza, yeah. which is way weaker. Vegeta's still blue. And then Frieza takes, like, you know, the the heel way out of destroying the earth with his hands because he's already more po- he's already powerful enough to destroy the world, right? Yep. How does Vegeta die? He was blue and he died. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That, that kind of kills the whole point of, like, yeah, cause why blue- not every bad guy do that all the time? If yeah, you destroy, destroy the planet, the- you well, destroy Frieza's the guy Well, Frieza's the only one fighting. that could breathe in outer space. But, but Vegeta was assumed dead. Oh, I hear what you mean, yeah. Like, he was, like, missing. Only Goku and everybody else in the area was saved by Whis and Beerus. Yeah. Just odd. No, how 
could anyone be that evil? There's nothing left. He destroyed the Earth. Tyrant. He couldn't just die, he took the whole planet with him. You're wrong. I'm afraid Frieza is most likely alive. So, essentially this movie is pretty basic, and I think that's why some people didn't like it. But okay. that's why I liked it. Right, the same thing. Because it was just Dragon Ball Z action. Well, because that, that's the thing. The movies, you can't expect like them to have like this complex dialogue of uh, like a whole saga within a movie. A lot of the Dragon Ball Z movies... Which are well received, like by by fans. Who, you know, they like the like they like some of the movies, like Brawly and Cooler. They like you know that's stupid fun stuff, but they're yeah. they're they're fun. BoJack too, stupid but but fun. Like like so, this is the most Dragon Ball Z movie to me. You know, you know of the new stuff. So I, I want to talk about an experience I have with this movie because like this one I actually went to the movie theater to go watch Resurrection F. Resurrection F. Yeah. Yeah, and when I was there, first of all, I was curious who would come to see mm-hmm. a Dragon Ball Z movie because they didn't put it in every movie theater. I had to go to like a bumfuck town little theater where it was playing. Okay. Oh, really? So, so only like super nerds would go watch this. Sure. They were definitely. Did you go by yourself? I went with two friends. Oh, okay. Who also cool. like Dragon Ball Z, Neat. but I was definitely the the big fan. Yeah. And when I was there, it was definitely a lot of like shy nerds. Like I went in there with my two friends. And then after that, it was just a bunch of boys coming in. Like kids. I noticed, like, uh, what, what I thought was cool was, like, an older brother with a very little brother. And this is probably, like, Aww. maybe his first Dragon Ball Z movie. Or, or at least, like, he's introducing this to him. Yeah. And it's definitely bu- the first time the two of them are seeing a li- like exactly. uh, a, a movie theater. For me, it was yeah. the first time I saw a Dragon Ball Z movie in the theater. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was like, a bunch of just boys sure. that were there. Or maybe, like, young adults or... But I felt old there, so okay. that whatever, whatever that is. And then behind me sat a straight-up, regular black family. Okay. And, and by that, I mean this this man who's clearly the Dragon Ball Z fan was probably in his 40s with his wife and his two children who were probably like in elementary school or like early middle school. Okay. And my assumption is they know what Dragon Ball Z is, but he's the super fan. And, okay. And, and he made it fun for me because we're watching the movie, and like me... One of my friends and then this black older guy were the only people who were actually like cheering like this was like a live boxing <laughs> match or a pro wrestling match. Yeah, yeah. Whenever anybody, whenever Tien showed up or, yeah! or, or, or Krillin threw his fucking destructo, oh, destructo disc, we were like, yeah, yes. And then this gave me a different perspective of possibly why black people love Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, because that's definitely, because like they're referencing hip hop, you, you know. Yes. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. It, it is popular with. I've I've heard the the word uh, the name Broly in a in a rap song. Neat. And that's like so like you gotta like Dragon Ball Z and then also watch the movies to even know who Broly is. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But but he made it mad fun because not only was he cheering alongside me with all the part that you should be cheering for. Yes. And that was what I liked about Resurrection F over Battle of Gods. There were no points in Battle of Gods where I'm cheering. Maybe I was laughing here and there. But is that what I want from a Dragon Ball Z movie? Do I want right. to be laughing at the silliness? Yeah. When there's these god a god That's of not destruction. What we grew up with. Yeah, like if you heard God of Destruction versus Goku level three, I never would have thought this would be the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then Goku becomes a god. I never would have thought this is how he would become a god. <laughs> how and like what does it mean ultimately? Because in that movie it meant nothing. And also like 
Vegeta's not a bitch in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Vegeta's just yeah. Vegeta in this movie. Oh, yeah. He's just powerful. He's skipping power levels. Just he's doing the Vegeta thing. Uptight and, like, overly serious and, yeah, yes. but po- prideful. Yeah, great. But but going back to, I never looked at it from this perspective, but uh, uh, the, the black dude behind me, he would make comments throughout the movie. So whenever, like, Frieza okay. would call the Saiyans monkeys, he would just <laughs> mutter to himself, like, ah. Oh. That's fucked up. That's <laughs> fucked up, Frieza. You've only seen recordings of these monkeys in action. Until you felt the heat of a Super Saiyan staring you down, you can't possibly comprehend their power. And I'll be like, that's hilarious. Because <laughs> yeah. I felt that way too. That's fucked up. When v- Vegeta at that point, you had no idea was going to turn blue. He turns blue. And I'm marking out because it's like, it's so dumb, but that's what Vegeta does. He skips power levels and whatever. You get to see blue yeah, he did that in GT. Vegeta. And then all you hear, all you hear is his dad in the background going like, "Nah, you're bugging." <laughs> and that's how I felt. <laughs> Please, if you believe you can defeat me, then you're more delusional than ever. <laughs> that's right. You had no idea, did you? I've been a Super Saiyan for years, and now I too have the power of a god. That's honestly how I felt when he turned blue. It made no sense, but like, thank God Vegeta's on par with Goku. We got a show now. We got two fucking blue Super Saiyans. Easily the two popular characters in all this. Yes, the guys you want to see buddy up are on par with each other and whatever. Yeah. Uh, The pure blooded Saiyans. But um, but but I guess going back to where people thought this movie was boring, and to us it feels like the Dragon Ball Z movie between the two. Yeah, I, there is a rule I follow when it comes to what made Dragon Ball Z good, and that is you got to focus on these five characters. And I want you, can you guess the five characters you always have to have in a saga, a storyline? Who always have to have lines? Who's important? Who are the most important five characters? That the good the guys. Yeah, I would. I would say the obvious ones are Goku, Vegeta, and yes. Piccolo. Yes, those three are the ones that like move move the plot. Yeah, and then on a lesser note, you probably have like I don't know Gohan. Yep, and then like I don't know. This was a little trickier, but the last one. I feel he's essential. He has to be a part of the team. It's Krillin, I guess, because yes. he's in like he's like the joke like la- like fifth stringer. Yes. But, but like even he, he's supposed to be weaker than like Tien and, and stuff. But he's I would the say one he's the most more, entertaining. Yeah, and um, lovable because Tien is sure. not lovable. Yeah. I, I like Tien because he's just like whatever cool, silent, strong guy. Yeah, who's really not strong in this he's world. Like the, but the lesser Piccolo. Yes, he was the way he, he, his characterization and and like the way they use his character was way more interesting in Dragon Ball and parts in Z. Yes, and in a way, Tien is the first of the Vegeta types. Yeah, where absolutely. he's the bad guy who turns into the good guy and joins the team. Yeah. Because it goes Tien, Piccolo, Vegeta. Well, I'm a little unfamiliar with Tien in Dragon Ball. Like, did he do any heinous crimes? Like, was he a murderer or It something? was more his master was heinous and yeah. he was brainwashed. But he has enough morality that when right, he but, realized he was a bad guy, yeah. he decided to shun yeah, him. Yeah, but I mean, like, did he do anything? Like, like did he kill people or whatever? I don't think so. Right, because Vegeta killed people. Vegeta killed people as recent as the Boo Saga. He was a murderer, <laughs> yeah. and people have clearly yeah. forgiven him. What about um and, and Piccolo Junior? Uh, well, well, Ma Junior, current Piccolo. So Piccolo and Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. Did he kill anyone? I don't think he kills anybody either. Yeah. Uh, he just wants to. Th- fight. There is a scene in Dragon Ball where he's a baby. 
Yeah. And I love, you should look him up, fucking just baby Piccolo. Okay. He's born, and I guess he lives like in a cliffside, just okay. miserable. He also has a, a long, like, uh, okay. you know when little kids wear a shirt to bed that's like an adult shirt? Yeah. That's what he's wearing Aww. with a whatever symbol. That's adorable. And he goes up to a, a cabin somewhere with, like, an old man and, like, his daughter or son, and they're just hanging out, loving each other. And his origin is just, he looks in and sees people having love, and he's just like, Does he go inside, or? No, he just stares from the window, like, I hate love. And there's, like, thunder in the background. He's just like, I'm alone. And that's just his story. It's just he's, like, a fucking lonely well, that, monster. Right, and then that come that, like... His interactions with Gohan was really the closest thing he had to, like, familial love. Yeah, that was, that was the first relationship Piccolo ever had from being this isolated, alone guy, which by Super, he kind of forgets all that. Like, it seems <laughs> like Piccolo just... Which, I don't mind this. I wish Super had more of this. Pan, at this point, is born in Frieza, okay. in, the, in this movie, right? With the initial Piccolo, like, rocking a... Yeah, Pan, yeah, she's already, like, born. And, dude, there is this one filler episode in Dragon Ball Super that's so fucking adorable that I wish there was more of this to give Piccolo something to do when he's not doing shit other than meditating. Okay. There was a part where Pan runs away from home, and she's like that Pan, like baby Pan of like baby hair coming out. Oh, like she's a widow's like, peak. Okay. She's literally like uh, a five-month-year-old or something like that. And she sure knows how to fly. Huh? And, dude, she's flying all over the world, and she's going like almost into space, and Piccolo, Piccolo are going has to like chase her, and he's like, oh, shit, we got to get... And... I don't know. I, I don't mind seeing more of that. I, I think this version of Pan is actually very entertaining. And if you're going to make Piccolo a joke, why not make him like the caretaker of Pan? Yeah, that's great. Because that, 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 that's, that, that's actually pretty funny instead of making him silly, like want to be involved in like parties and stuff. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it goes with what his character is and who is like he care. He is like he cares. Also, like the thing, it may be even like the thing about him that maybe emphasizes with like a little child. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like... Being, and, it, and it goes with know. how he loves Gohan. Yeah. Like, he, he would like, be oh, helping. Oh, shit. I mean, like, why are the, why is Pan faster than the two of them? That's he needed to hear her there. Well, I think he, she was already... She got a head start, and they were just looking for her. <laughs> and I forget who it was. If it was sure. Gohan or Piccolo. Sure. But, like, they were, it was just funny to me that she's she's already very powerful, too, y that they're yeah. hinting at. Okay. Uh, and, again, there's not a lot of girl characters in Dragon Ball Z to begin with. And and the ones that are that should should be getting pushes don't really get strong pushes. So let, let's bring that up because, like, 18's in this movie, yeah. and she just looks at Krillin, who's a cop now, who, who's not training. He's just a cop. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, he's so cool when he goes what? off to fight Frieza. <laughs> yeah. I should be going, too. Don't get your feelings hurt, but I'm still a lot stronger than you are. Maybe, but it's more important that you stay here and take care of our little Marin. Well... See ya, babe. He's so cool. Yeah, so Krillin, like those five characters have to be the main focus. And that's what I think hurts Dragon Ball Super overall is that it becomes the Goku Vegeta show. Gohan is not relevant. Mm -hmm. Piccolo is not relevant. Mm -hmm. Krillin especially is not relevant. Okay. So there goes most of the charm of the show. But yeah, Super lacks that. Even this movie... Goku beats Frieza, but technically Frieza beats Goku, and then Vegeta. Vegeta beats Frieza, but then Frieza gets the last laugh. Yeah, the the whole like uh, Frieza the gets the last laugh, but then like Whis like rewinds time. For... The ending was the weakest part of this movie. Yeah, it was just very lazy. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. they get time travel. All right, cool. Weird. We're, we're we're going back. Well, like yeah, that's always like a a weak like like a weak method to just say like oh there was no stakes at all. Yeah, it was almost like a training. This. Golden Frieza versus Blue Goku well, here, and Blue here's, Vegeta. Here's another thing. Why ultimately did Whis 
rewind and give the do-over. I guess because he was training them. This is a, this movie of these three warriors was just a lesson for Goku and Vegeta to learn mm. to not be what the, their weaknesses were. Okay. Yeah, lame. Dumb, Super yeah. weak ending to a pretty yeah action-packed movie. Yeah. Otherwise, it was fun. Yeah. That's it. Like That's I, it. I don't think like yeah anybody who has anything to say about it being like whatever uh, being being boring. I guess you don't you're, you don't really like Dragon Ball Z then, or, or like the best parts of Dragon Ball Z you didn't like. So I also want to talk to you about how do you feel about now that the new forms are red and blue? It's weird. The title being Super Saiyan God is cool, and Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, like when they first turned God and it's red, I was like, okay, this is just a new thing. He's a god now. And then when he turned blue randomly in uh, Resurrection. I didn't, what was the point? Like, is this stronger than the red? I mean, I guess it has to be, but what's the point? They're so powerful now that why is it when they power up, they never shake the world anymore? Yeah. That was a cool thing. Like when they started powering up to a level like in Namek where trees would fly up and stuff and would be ripped out the ground and you see rocks mo- like floating. Like that's classic Dragon Ball Z stuff. I would say on Namek is the when, when they book them to be to look strong. That's the strongest the characters ever were, were on Namek. Because yeah. it's never, they, Goku and Frieza, when they fought, Piccolo couldn't even stand next to them by like a mile. They had to yeah. watch from a mountain, and Bulma was being blown away. Now they could turn blue and red. Literally, Krillin can stand next to them, shoulder to shoulder, and it's just <laughs> like his eyebrows move from yeah. the wind. And it's like, I, I just thought Namek was the most, like, they seemed the most powerful. Yeah. Even though clearly they're telling you they get stronger. But by Cell Saga, how was the Earth? intact yeah when 18 and cell miss a punch they just hit a mountain it's just a small hole and it's like frieza would like evaporate an ocean because he powered up (laughs) yeah 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 it it just seemed like from the outside the frieza saga was them at their strongest yeah like the environment reacted with them right that's how you you tell a story about how strong they are that they're strong enough to affect environment which they, they don't use that storytelling device as often okay i'll end it on this Again, I didn't put you through the torture of watching Super, the Super version of it, which... So it, when we watch Super, I'm going to be watching it after canonically... You're starting after the Frieza saga, uh, but I'll let you know this. Here's how I saved you. Okay. Battle of Gods in Super is bad but watchable. Frieza, on the other hand, is some of the worst animation you've ever seen in, in, in a Dragon Ball Z episode. What? It, it is horrendous. Why? It's just they stretch it out, which, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give it like uh, some leeway that like, OK, it's not going to be better than the movie, obviously, that has no fat on it. But when both Frieza and Goku first start fighting, they're both in their base. Uh, well, Frieza's final form. It starts off with them both colliding in a headbutt, but like two toys that are like have no articulation and they're just clashing heads and they're just kind of going back and forth in like a weird are they? Very awful tug of war. Are they making love? <laughs> okay. Dude, I suggest you look up stills of what I'm talking about. Just look up bad animation from Dragon Ball Super Frieza. It's shocking. You brought back Dragon Ball Z, and the first two sagas had terrible animation. And then the Frieza saga, which is like the big deal saga. Yeah. Horrendous animation. Horrendous choreography. It is upsetting. And then it's hit or miss for the rest of Super. Oh, geez. Yeah. You're really uh, selling this for me, by the way. You got It's a must watch. I don't wanna. I, uh, I'll, I'll end it with this, actually. Okay. 
the worst show I ever watched, and I'm a, I'm an anime fan. I love Naruto. Okay. I watched Naruto Shippuden. You told me to watch Up Until Pain. Yeah. Pain I should have listened to you. But I watched that show in its entirety, and when I was done watching it, I remember going like, wow, that was the worst show I've ever seen the <laughs> entirety of. Oh, okay, that's fair. Then I watched Dragon Ball Super. Uh-huh. And then I realized that's the worst show I ever watched the entirety of. Worse than Shippuden? But here's the thing, though. Here's okay. how here's how I'll explain. You've never seen Bleach, which I well, I that's always... why I don't want to watch it because I know it's bad. Yeah, but not I don't know Bleach. I have my own problems with. I tried getting into Bleach, and I thought it was a less interesting Yu Yu Hakusho. Facts. But going back to Naruto Shippuden versus Dragon Ball Super, Naruto Shippuden was like having an okay hand job. That <laughs> had no climax. Ah. Dragon Ball Super is a terrible hand job. That you nut. Ah, at the end. That you do get a climax. Ah. So it was worth it, even though it was worse. I'm gonna end it on that. I'm so confused and not aroused. All I'm gonna say, I'm gonna make you watch Super, and I promise you, Elmer, it's gonna be horrendous, but you will get your nut. I don't know what to say. You're gonna nut hard. Ah. The world nutted. I, I got to show you the episodes I'm talking about that I'm hyping up. There's footage of people around the world, specifically in South America, who watched it on a big screen with a giant audience in like a theater. And they're cheering it like it's an actual boxing match. They're, they're going, go, coo, go, coo. And it's so fucking cool. And they're right. Those episodes <laughs> are so fucking good. And these last, is it the last saga or just the last episodes? Uh, It's, the, it's in the last saga. And it's uh, probably two or three episodes at the very end of the saga. Right, I'm somewhat intrigued. That are can it- I just skip to that? No, because <laughs> you might not get like you, you have to go through the me? pain of going like, why does this even exist? And then at the end, it's like, cause you nut. And that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted from she put in that that should petered out at the end and fucking Sasuke and Naruto cut off each other's arms and they stalemate. And it's like, that's not a nut. That's what I waited this whole fucking series for. But in here, dude, it becomes like, it feels like the Saiyan saga again. It feels like a bunch of guys having to take down one dude. They're all ripped. They draw the muscles. They fucking draw the muscles at the end and they're all fucking full of dirt. And it feels like, why wasn't all of super like this? Okay. But I wish it was like that. And I don't know. Uh, we'll get to it, all right? I'm very, I, I don't know how to, I'm very confused. You're going to love it. Not, <laughs> okay. not the journey. It's not about the journey, Elmer. It's the nutting. It's about the nut at the end. Because <laughs> the nut is always worth oh, it. Oh, God. <laughs> Even right. if there's regret afterwards. That's right, listeners. Take that with you for, for the rest of your life. The nut is always worth it. All right, we'll see you. <laughs>